Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Mike Fody, president of Innovate Building Solutions in Cleveland, Ohio. If you have ever heard me speak anywhere, you've heard me say that you absolutely must write blog posts. And to prove my point, we've invited Mike, a remodeler and super blogger. He's going to share how blogging can help you grow your business, gain credibility, elevate customer loyalty, and most importantly, bring cost-effective and exclusive leads. You excited? So am I. You had me at hello. It looks like a miracle. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. Hello, hello. Hey, so this is right up your alley, buddy. No <laughs> kidding. I've heard you speak a bazillion times and blogging is always one of those must, must, must do's. Yeah, and we got the right person on to talk about it today. Because I'm sure everybody's sick of hearing me say something. So let's get somebody else to, to <laughs> yes. tell them. Someone that's actually in the trenches. You to, know, to tell the truth. And someday we're going to have to get somebody on who doesn't agree with you and see just sort of how that all plays out. I think that would be interesting. Don't you think, listeners? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so let's get this started. Mike Fody is president of Innovate Building Solutions, which is a regional remodeling and nationwide wholesaler of grout-free shower and tub wall panels, wet room systems, and glass floors. And he's president of Innovate Home Organization, a designer and installer of custom home organizational systems. Mike's been blogging on his News from the Block blog for six years, and it's grown to 85,000 visitors per month and 19,000 email subscribers. Plus, he has two other blogs beyond just this one. Mike is a self-described DMG, or digital marketing geek, and he loves learning to grow traffic and leads without forking over big bucks to Mr. Google. Um, He's also a crazy one-hour-a-day runner, even after suffering two heart attacks over the last two years. Lastly, Mike is a reinvigorated Cleveland Browns fan and says, just like Baker Mayfield, he's feeling a little dangerous today. So with that, let's welcome Mike Fody. Thanks for being here. Oh, well, thank you for having me on. It's, It's an honor. Hey, Mike, first, before I let Victoria get to town, how are you feeling about that Odell Beckham move? Uh, I'm very excited. I mean, it's really neat. We used to joke, actually, that the Cleveland Browns play, you know, some of the best teams in football. Now yeah. we can, you know, maybe say that be we'll one. become one of those, hopefully. So yeah. we're, we're, we're we're cautiously optimistic in, yeah, in yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. I'll tell you, it's a move that made me a little scared as a Ravens fan. But um, this isn't a sports talk show, so I'm going <laughs> to throw yeah. it back over. Yeah, since I'm sitting here looking around, so I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Mike, you've had some amazing success with your blog. So let's share with our listeners, you know, how did you get started and – how, I know you've been doing it for about six years, you said, right? Eight years, uh, eight yeah, years. Correct, about eight, yeah, eight, yeah, that's close. So, you know, how did you get yeah, started, and, and how did you start sure, to build this? Sure. Yeah, well, uh, eight years ago, a digital marketing company that did work for me said, hey, we think, Mike, you'll get better traffic if you start a blog. And so I thought, well, that uh, just explained me, of course, the reasons for that. And I was like, that's a good idea. I'll just try it. And of course, like most people who write blogs, when you first start writing them, frankly, you suck. 
you're not that good. <laughs> and if I look back at some of my old, old, old stuff, it's like, oh, did I write that? But <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> but, you know, you start where you start and you just, you know, continue to improve on your skill set, just like if you're, you know, doing a remodeling job or selling work. It's the same thing. You just keep honing your craft day by day. So what are some reasons that the remodelers out there today should have a blog? Even if you don't like to write, sure. why, why should they have a blog? No, yeah, no, I, I, you know, I look at, I guess, five reasons to blog. And, and I think it almost begins with that because if you don't know why you're doing it, you're going to lose the discipline to continue doing it or having your organization help you blog and, and spit out the blog post at that point. But mm-hmm. the first reason for me is I hate paying Mr. and Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Google or Mr. Zuckerberg a lot of money. Uh, I have found in my business that pay-per-click rates are going through the roof. I recently, I've got the home organization business and I was recently going to retry pay-per-click. Every time I tried it, we didn't get good return on it. I thought, well, I'm going to try it again, but I'm going to get a little smarter this time and I'm going to go after the segments of the business that aren't as competitive. So I was doing entryways and garages and pantries. Well, after about a few weeks, my digital marketing company, it's in Maine, called me and said, Mike, right now we're not getting very much for our money. And I said, well, why? He goes, well, clicks are going, they're all the way up to 20 bucks a click. And when I looked at it, I thought, well, the only way I'm going to make pay-per-click work is spend a bunch of money. And I said, I'm not going to do that. So right now, you know, I guess reason number one is maybe it's because I'm cheap. I really don't want to spend (laughs) a bunch of money Mm -hmm. on pay-per-click. And then with Facebook, I know a lot of people talk about they do Facebook ads and the geo-targeting and the the ability to uh, sub-select different uh, criteria to people sounds great. I've just never been able to get Facebook ads to work for my business. So I don't like spending the money. That would be one reason I would say that to blog. The other one is you can become what I call the man or the woman. Uh, basically, you get known as the expert. Right. Uh, a number, uh, a couple of years ago, I got an email at I'm a really early starting person at 5:30 in the morning. This woman sent me an email and she was looking for a shower wall panel system at a base and. I forgot what state she was in. And, and anyway, so she was writing about her project. And at the end of the email to me, she put down, this is from Betty, a fan in whatever town she was in. And I, and I looked at it and first I kind of laughed to myself and I thought, okay, you know, I'm no celebrity, but to Betty, I was like the celebrity. I was the person to talk to about these wall panels in the space. Now, am I the most knowledgeable guy in the country on that? I, I doubt it. But if I wrote enough and she read enough of my stuff, she started to see me as as the person. And so I think with blogging, whether it's, you know, you're blogging regionally about bathroom remodeling in your local market or blogging nationally to get people to buy wall panels or glass block systems or different things we do, when people see you as the expert, you're going to have a lot better probability of them purchasing from you and obviously connecting with you. Uh The third reason that I look at it is you can build a following. You know, if you look today, the reality is as a remodeler, we are in the project business. And so the challenge with being in the project business is unlike if we were selling, I don't know, let's say hair care product or something like that is people don't need us all the time. They need us 
every now and again when they have gotten mm-hmm. enough money together to do the project. So if you look at it, you know, the ability to market to people consistently and stay top of mind with them can be huge because they may kick the digital tire three years ago on a project. And then three years later, you know, they have a leak in the shower that they've been talking about fixing for three years Uh onto the first floor dining room table. And all of a sudden the project that was a, Hey, that would be nice to do becomes a, Hey, we're doing this and we're doing it now. And so if you build a following, you have an email list and you send these, this informational blog post and information to people, then three years later, they're, they've been getting an influence by you for three years. Right. Now all of a sudden they remember you, mm-hmm. right? They didn't necessarily see your ad, but they remember your information. Uh, the, the fourth reason I would say that, you know, for a blog is you're building on your owned land, what you own, not what you rent. Back in the day, numbers of years ago, I remember reading articles which people said, well, you don't even need a website. Mm-hmm. You can just do it all on Facebook. Right. And, and back at that time, Facebook showed your stuff to a lot of people. Today, basically, I, what I've read, it's about 2%. So if you've got you know, 100 followers, maybe two of them are seeing them, and, and two of those might be you know, your wife and your best friend who <laughs> like everything that you, that you put out there, right? Right. So the reality is Facebook owns the turf, but when you look at things like a blog or you look at a vlog or you look at YouTube or you look at an email list, these are assets you own uh-huh. and nobody can change the rules on you. Uh-huh. So it's, it's your, your building on your own platform. Uh-huh. And then I guess the, the last reason I think a blog is very important is that I think a lot of times people don't realize when somebody comes to your site, 98% of them are going to be digital tire kickers. And it doesn't mean that they're not interested. It just means that they're not sitting on money right now to buy the project. So when they come to your site, if you have a mechanism, I call it a lead magnet or a mechanism for them to begin to get information from you, most people come and they go. Mm-hmm. So if you have a way, whether it's through writing a blog and information and content, you're going to provide them on a consistent basis. You can turn that internet tire kicker from years ago into a lead when they're ready. So if your website is just about, Hey, call me now, buy now. I think we have to recognize as, as remodelers or building material wholesalers, most people are not ready to buy from you today but we need a, a way to influence them and educate them. The rich can be educated, but not necessarily ready to purchase. Mm-hmm. And if we can get them educated when they are ready to purchase or ready for somebody to come to their home, the probability of us being on their list as a potential company to work mm-hmm. with is, is right there. Right. So those are my, my five reasons All that right. I think blogging can be very good for, for a business. Pretty persuasive, I'd say. Um, I wanted yeah. to ask you, so, you know, you're sort of a rare bird and it sounds like you like to write. You know, I wrote our, our power tips for years, but I got to a certain point. I got like, I don't want to do this anymore. So if you, how do you get an active sure. blog, even if you don't like to write or just, just aren't that good at it? Right. And, and the reality is, of course, a lot of people get into construction because they are more 
the physical, like working with their hands and the tools and things like that. So let's say you come more from the operation side of things and writing, you know, writing is, you know, would be as uh, like nails on a chalkboard activity. Right. <laughs> a way you could do it is you could either get, there's a lot of people who ghost write. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, you could possibly talk about the subject into a microphone and basically tape yourself and give that person the tape and then have them write it. And then you edit it, you know, what they're writing. Mm-hmm. Or if you've got somebody in your organization, like I've got a really good uh, woman, she and I work together. Her name is Michelle. We tag team on our marketing. And so she could possibly write. Now she doesn't, but she could. She's mm-hmm. you know, bright enough and has learned our products well enough that she could, that she could write. The, uh, so with some people, I know that it's not really going to be possible for them. Now with others, what I would tell, tell you is if you look back at my post eight years ago and you look at my post today, I am very certain you're going to say, wow, Mike, you really were bad back then. <laughs> Dude, you got to get, get, you got to get better at this stuff. But you know, the reality is you've got to give your permission. You know, I know, uh, you know, going back to the sports analogies we were talking about with Mark in the beginning, you know, the uh, Jim Rome used to say, have a take, don't suck. (laughs) I would say when you look at blogging, you should ignore Jim Rome's saying, and you should have a take and give yourself permission to suck. So in the beginning, if you do decide, hey, I'm going to try to do this, don't expect you're going to be the best blogger in the world. I'm not, you know, I'm better than I was, and hopefully I'll be better a year from now than I am today. Mm -hmm. So I think you have to give yourself permission to not be all that just, just as you gave yourself permission when you got into remodeling, whether you were selling or installing or anything, you know, it's always hard in the beginning and and we're not very good. Mm -hmm. So we got to give yourself permission to not be very good. So Mike, I always hear two big pushbacks and I want to hit you with at least one of them right now. I don't know what the heck to write about. So how do you come up with your sure. ideas? Right. The, the be- great ideas come from great questions. And so if you're on a sales call, people are going to ask you questions. You know, how do I know that this ready for tile base won't leak? How, when can I use a linear drain in the system? What wall panel systems are better than one another? So, you know, you're, you, if you listen for the questions that people ask, and you say, ah, if, if one person asked it, there's probably a lot more that want to know the answers to the question. So if you go to your website and you take your frequently asked questions section of the site, probably all of those, if you got more in depth to it, could be a blog post. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be one way. The other thing is looking at, at stuff you screw up. You know, what are the biggest mistakes? When I look at blog posts and we look at the traffic, the ones that do the best tend to be ones that talk about the biggest mistakes, the biggest blunders, the screw ups, basically. And so we learn from these screw ups. And of course, nobody wants to make the mistakes. They want their job to come out perfect. So you can look at things that didn't go right, or maybe it's jobs you visited that, wow, it was a, you know, it was a nightmare on Elm Street because of things that were done before what you did and, and how you can go about fixing those. The, the other thing that I look for is I look for weirdness. And uh, what I mean by weirdness is it, when you have jobs that are weird, they're unique, they're different. And 
you're you're over there thinking, okay, how, you know, when you're in the bidding process, how the heck are we going to bid this job? How are we going to perform this job? Well, when you talk about that stuff in a blog post, and, and I usually recommend if it's a finished project, you go back to your customer and you say, hey, would you mind if we were to share your story? And you talk about their job and their problems and how you, how you solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Now, when you interview your customer about that weird project that you did for them, and then you write the blog post, and then you send it to them, you say, hey, Victoria, hey, thanks so much for letting me write this post on your project, edit it if there's any problems, but I would be honored if you would take that and share that with your friends. Now what you've done is you've made them the star of their project, Mm -hmm. and by the nature of sharing your content with their friends, you now have generated you know, UGC, user-generated content. So you're not promoting you. Your customer is promoting you. Mm-hmm. So look for the weird jobs. Look for the solutions. Have people help you out uh, with that. I keep a running list. I use Evernote. Okay. And uh, I will write, you know, things come to my mind, I'll write them down because I'll forget. So Evernote's easy. If I'm running in my basement and an idea comes, I'll I'll just put that into Evernote. The other thing that I do to find, and it might not be topic ideas, but it might be snazzy titles because for somebody to read it, it's got to be just like a headline in the newspaper. It's got to be something that says, oh, that looks kind of interesting. I might click on that article. So I read a lot of blogs about blogging. (laughs) The reason I do that is people who blog about blogging are very good at coming up with titles. Very so a meta. lot of cases you can take, you know, titles that are used in another industry and you can apply them to the remodeling industry or the building industry. That's very so, clever. You know, topic ideas, right. It's just, you're, you're, uh, you know, maybe you're, it's a little bit of using, you know, smarts that are elsewhere, but just taking it into our industry, basically. You know, I want to, I want to jump in on that. So I'm, I'm actually scrolling through your blog right now and, um, I, I think this isn't really going to be a question. It's going to be more of a statement that I want you to speak to. But, you know, you, mm-hmm. you do so many things so well, Mike. And, you know, if I could just read a few. Seven steps to create a contemporary bathroom, which is easy to clean. Ten assumptions about shower mm-hmm. wall panels you need to throw out your bathroom window. <laughs> Seven affordable bathroom mm-hmm. design ideas first-time home buyers will love. How to choose shower wall panels to fit nine hot interior design styles. <laughs> One of the things, what I love about your, your blog and your post is that the titles are, are awesome. They're captivating. You, you almost want to read it. But not only that, I love how focused you are on what you're doing. One of the biggest mistakes I see when I finally do find the remodelers that are blogging is that they'll have mm-hmm. a blog post about five reasons why to do this. And then the next one will be, welcome John to our company. We just hired him. And then the next one will okay. be, we were mm-hmm. just out at the home show last Friday. And the blog doesn't seem to have right. any direction. Could you just speak to that in general? Right. I, you know, I think the key with blogging is to have a purpose. So while you know people could look at it and say, oh, that's so nice of you to blog and provide this education, I'd love to tell you I was that nice of a guy. The, the reality is the posts have a purpose, and the purpose to ed- is to educate in order to sell something, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. And so 
if you read any of those posts, the reality is there is links back to product pages or service pages within our site that we're looking to sell something. So usually what we're looking at is making it pertain to the things that we do. You know, so I'm not going to blog. Well, every now and again, I'll blog about something that has nothing to do with my business. And I'll, and I'll tell people like we had chatted about, you know, me having a couple of heart attacks. Well, I, every now and again, I call it going reflective and I'll probably do this three, four times a year and it has nothing to do with business. But uh, in, in those, my goal really is there's still a purpose. Actually, the purpose in those is I want to share who I am as a human being with other human beings. And so some people, it helps them to build a connection with me as a person, mm-hmm. which I hope they, you know, they, they like me. Okay. And if they do, they, they might also like me as a business person. So every now and again, usually it's laser focused and it's around products and services that we provide, but there are times where I will go, I call it going reflective. Maybe it's a Thanksgiving post where I'm talking about what, what I'm thankful for. I've done that before, or it's about an event or a situation in my life that I just wanted to share because I, I felt others would could value from, you know, the reflections, the things that I felt I was learning. So, but in general, you're right. They all have a purpose, even the ones that are, are personal. The purpose is I want to share who I am because you never know how long you're here. And it's, you know, I just, like the, I am who I am and I like to share it. And if people like it, great. And if they don't, they can unsubscribe. Yeah, <laughs> is what they're going to do. That's okay too. That, you know, that and, happens. And, and I want to just, that's, that's so well said. And, and I want to tag on to that because again, I'm looking at it and another thing you're doing right, which is exactly what you just said. Every post is, is written by Mike Fody with the date. And, mm. and, you know, it's one, another big mistake I see. It's, it's either not, there's no author's name or it's written by admin, you know, or something like that. It's, right. it's be, be the part, be you and, um, and connect. Right. And it seems like that's a big part of what you're doing. You're, 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 you're being the celebrity in your Absolutely. area. Absolutely. Cause the, if you think about it, this is edutainment. Mm-hmm. It's much like, I know you guys, you know, speak professionally. The reality is you've got good content. However, if you were boring, people are going to fall asleep. They're going to leave the sem- they're going to leave the seminar room, right? They're going to leave the seminar room. In in blogging, there's it's an element of edutainment, and so you not only want to provide content, but you want to provide a connection. Now, the connection could be a serious connection, or the connection could be just funny stuff about you that you share with people that make you real. And then they read it and say, well, that's a real dude. I feel like I can talk to him. And so, you know, they don't, nobody knows how to talk to admin, right? Who's admin? <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. But, you know, when you, when you read good blogs, usually for most of us, when we read a blog that we like, we usually feel a connection with the human being that wrote the blog. Mm-hmm. And we'd say, boy, I'd, I'd like to meet them someday. They seem interesting. They're yes. a nice person. They're funny, whatever the, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the humanity needs to come out in the blogging. Now, will that happen when somebody starts day one? The, the answer is no, because they first have to get comfortable writing and just talking about the subject matter. But over time, it's good to whatever you can share who you are 
And especially when you can share who you are that isn't necessarily the flattering version of who you are, you become real. And when you become real, people are more apt to really listen to you because they say, well, that, you know, that dude's trying to speak the truth that, that he or she knows. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all what we're looking for is we're looking for good advice. When we're reading these articles or somebody speaking to us or a sales reps in our home, we want to feel, feel, and that's the key word, feel, not think. We want to feel that this person has our best interests in mind and they're a straightforward, real life human being that's going to give it to me straight. So if they think it's something I shouldn't do, they're going to say, you know, Victoria, you shouldn't spend money on that. That I, I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Or absolutely, I think you're making a mistake doing it this way. Here's what I recommend. Mm-hmm. So I think as we build that credibility, that emotional connection will be more effective. The blog will be more effective and people will feel the connection with us as a, as a human being. Very cool. So how do you find the time to blog? And, and added to that, how often and how long does it take you when you decide you're going to do it? Okay. First thing is I'm a maniac. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to put that out there. I do weird stuff. Uh, one of the kind of weird things that I do? Well, uh, first thing that I do, usually I'll, I'll create what's called a mind map. Uh, as far as finding the time to blog, I, I, I like to have an outline. The outlines, if you've ever done a mind map, there's a mm-hmm. subject in the middle, little circle, and then the spokes, we don't think linearly or in order. Uh-huh. We think random things happen. So, you know, if I was talking about a shower pan, I might think, well, what, what types of shower pans and what colors are available and what problems do people have stepping over the shower pan? And so I'd think of different uh, spokes off that wheel, the shower pan, let's say, being the wheel. So first I start with that. When I, as far as doing the actual blogging, I will sometimes blog while running around my basement. Now, that may sound unbelievably ridiculous, but (laughs) uh, I will have (laughs) a topic. I'll have that mind map written. And as I'm running around my basement, I'll think of a line, I'll write it. I'll run around some more. I'll write another line. I'll think so literally I'll write. And that's when I do it that way, which I do sometimes, I'm writing it out by hand on a, on a sheet of notebook paper. Other times, and for me, blogging is in the morning. I, I am a morning person. My wife can tell you this. I got nothing left after you know, eight o'clock at night, other than thinking about my dish of ice cream and my sports page. But <laughs> the, uh, I write at, I work when other people don't, I get up at four in the morning on Saturdays. Wow. I uh, also do the lawn. I do the laundry at the same time. This is a great thing. My wife, you know, still married to me for 32 years. Cause I, you know, I do things like the laundry while I'm blogging. Right. But I write at times where there's no distractions. There is no way I'm writing an article in the middle of my day when telephones are ringing and, and stuff is happening. So for me, I'm a morning person. I write in the morning. If somebody's an evening person, I'd recommend that they do it in the evening when things are quiet, the kids are put to bed if they got young kids and you can, and you can focus in cause it, you do need to focus in, but I, I work, I probably work more than other people do. There is the, is one reality of this. Okay, cool. So, Mike, I got I got one more question. You might have to put your running shoes on for this and start running around the basement, but I think it's time for the lightning sure. round. Are you ready? Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm a little I'm a little shaky over here. And now here's the Remodelers Advantage Lightning Round. It's a trap. 
All right, let's put 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. What's your favorite business okay. book and why? Sure. I like good to great. And the reason is, I guess I'm a believer from a leadership standpoint in, in humility. And I think that book showed how humble leaders are the kind of people that I like to get behind. And so that's why I like that book is really the overlap of running a, a good business, but also being a leader that respects others and is humble about how they go about doing what they do. If you weren't the president of Innovate Building Solutions, what do you think you'd be doing? Either speaking or being an architect. What are you not very good at? Oh, my wife would have a field day with this one. <laughs> it would be listening skip, listening <laughs> skills. My, my wife tells me I have the listening skills of a guy, <laughs> and that is not a compliment. The listening <laughs> skills are not my, not my forte. It should be, but it's not. <laughs> Your room, your desk, or your car, which do you clean first? I do my my bedroom, especially my room. Crayola announced they're adding the color Mike Fody to the crayon box. What color is it? Oh, it's multicolored because it's wacky. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a vibe on you, Mike. What's the weirdest thing I'd find in your refrigerator? Capers. 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 <laughs> They are, they are weird. <laughs> yeah, they are a little weird, aren't they? <laughs> yes. Where do they come from? Where are cape, what, what are, are what a caper is? <laughs> Except like something that the uh, the uh, what are the, the Keystone cops used to do? They oh go on a God, caper. No. Okay. <laughs> we just lost all yeah, our listeners. Yeah. On, I'm Italian, and you'll find them on some Italian dishes. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, this has been awesome, Mike. Thank you so much. You know, you really have done an amazing job with your blog, and uh, you've given us some great tips. Now. And we totally appreciate your generosity. But before we let you go, we want you to share okay. your five words of wisdom with our listening audience and tell us why those words resonated with you. Okay. Since I've got to be five, it's going to start with yo, be persistent, be patient. And, and the only reason <laughs> the yo is in there is because you asked for five. So, <laughs> so we're going to put the yo in there. Okay. Right. I like so it. That's creative. The, yeah. The, the persistent would be uh, – Many years ago, I went to a, a program at George Washington University in between my junior and senior years of high school because I didn't do that well in the SAT and I was trying to get into a better college and went to the program. My dad found out that everybody in the program except me and one other person had free scholarships, but I was paying the full boat. Mm -hmm. So my dad pulled me aside and he told me something that sticks with me for the rest of my life. He said, an ounce of perseverance is worth a pound of genius. And in this family, we ain't got no genius. So work your butt off. So work your butt off. So to me, uh, the first would be persistence is I haven't found the easy street. Maybe I'm just not bright enough. I haven't found it. So I got to I gotta keep at it. It's just what I know. The other is, and it maybe ties into that, it's, it's be patient. I wish life was a straight line up. I wish there wasn't, you know, potholes in the road. Mm -hmm. But I, I have to recognize that, Sometimes life doesn't work on my schedule and I've got to be patient with things much as I'm an impatient person. I've got to sometimes just kind of cool my jets and say, well, things are happening for a reason. I may not understand it today, but maybe at some point I'll put it in the context and, and get it. So just try to be, be patient when you're impatient and say, you know, things will happen for a reason. Just have faith. Okay. That's awesome. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. 
And how about we put uh, the link to the blog? Oh, for sure. Yeah, the we'll show share notes. That. Yeah, we'll put that in there so everybody can see what a good blog looks like. Yes. Thank you so much, Mike. We <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. You guys have a great day. And thanks so much for uh, having me on the show. It's, uh, it's an honor to be able to participate. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Mike. No, yeah, that, that was that was good stuff. You know, it's it's so good because I sit there, I stand up on my on my what is it, what's it called? Your uh, soapbox. Soapbox, yeah. Yes. Stand stand on my soapbox and cry the blues that nobody's blogging, but you know, Mike's doing it really well and he's reaping the benefits of it mm-hmm. for sure. So um, I'm glad he he shared his tips. It's nice to hear it come from somebody else. Mm-hmm. For sure, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the guy's got it down to a science, doesn't he? His blog is just, a, it's really well done and mm-hmm. it's, it's searchable that it's topics that people are going to want to find. And he's hitting all the right chords with him being the author and connecting as a person. You know, mm-hmm. again, people buy from people. They don't buy from company. Right. So right. they buy from people. So it, it's just, and I loved the tip of going for weird stuff. Mm-hmm. If I have a weird layout, I have a weird sales process, right. some weird event happens, yeah. it's a perfect thing to talk mm-hmm. about. It's It was really cool. It's almost like the, was it Austin, right? Yes. Be weird. So it's Austin, like the, Texas. Yeah. So it's, isn't that their motto? I think so. I think it's it's very it's close. Like weird Austin, is definitely in the motto. Something about the motto. Yeah. So maybe it's the, the Austin effect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm dubbing it the Austin. And there you go. You've coined something. I've coined it. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> He's a funny guy. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Crazy for sure. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I mean, if I had two heart attacks, it's... See, that's why I don't run. Yeah, no doubt, man. <laughs> two heart attacks. I'm thinking there's something that's not working. Yeah, I'm not you know? I'm, that's why I don't run. <laughs> yeah, just that's dr- it. Drink that's some beer. That's the reason, yes. I drink beer all day and I haven't had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a specific cause and effect thing going on right yeah, there. That's what, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hey, you know, look, hey, it's wonderful. Mike's got a wealth of knowledge in yep. it and he's he's rocking it so mm-hmm. i would recommend that anybody out there listening check out his blog and mm-hmm. see how to do it for themselves right that's great stuff so another one in the can that was a good one yep yep do we ever say it wasn't a good one no but these people are just so nice and generous and fun to talk to and they're so passionate about what they're it's doing great. it's great and yeah. if if you thought it wasn't a good one you wouldn't be listening anyway so there you go <laughs> there you go so, so hey shall we uh, wrap this up let's do that all right Thanks for listening. I'm Mark Harari. And I'm Victoria Downing. See you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.